0: Welcome to Podcast Two of When the Day. I'm Randy Miller, and we're in Owensboro, Kentucky, visiting with Pastor Mike Morris. He is pastor of the First Church of the Nazarene in Owensboro, Kentucky. He and his family, I should say, because you're, all of your family is mm-hmm. involved. And uh, we hope that you listen to Podcast Number One. We're glad you're with us for Podcast Number Two of When the Day. And our podcast, uh, the way we're setting them up is we do two podcasts with each guest the first podcast talks about the problem with Christians and their fringe relationship with Christ. And the second podcast is visiting with the same guest talking about solutions for having a deeper relationship with Christ. So this is podcast two, which means that Pastor Mike gets to share with us some ways that you and I can deepen Our relationship with Christ. And if you uh, listened or watched the first podcast, you know that Pastor Mike is a list guy. So, And I did tell him ahead of time what we were going to talk about. So he has made his list of, what what do you call it? Uh, Seven Habits of Sacrificial Faith. So these are some solutions for you and I when we feel like that we are fringy in our relationship with Christ and
1: Jump into the pool. All right. Um, thanks so much for allowing me to be uh, to be a part of this, Randy. Um, this is this is exciting. Uh, I think one of the issues that we think about, whether it's spiritual growth um, or really just just our lives in general, God has created us to want more and to to be more, to do more. And I think sometimes. Uh, which is not necessarily the fault of anyone, uh, but we get into this idea of, I want to be great, but I want to be great in the future. You know, it, it starts. Why do they always
0: push it to the future? Well,
1: it, I think it starts when, when you're a kid. You know, hey, you can't wait till you turn double digits. Oh, yeah. And then you can't wait till you turn a teenager. Yeah. And hey, when I get 16 and I get my license, everything's going to be great. Well, then yeah. when I turn 18, when I graduate high school, you know, when I go to college, when I get rid of college, you know, when when I'm done with college, and then when I meet that girl, yeah. when we get married, when we get married, when we have a baby, yeah. when, and so it's this forever cycle of looking at the future and saying, okay, my my moment, my time, my my uh, ability to be great is in the future, and the reality is, we need to be great today. We need to be connected to God today. Uh, it's not that I'm going to have time for God later in the future. We all have the same amount of time. Yeah. Um, so I have to make choices in my life that make sure that's a priority. So uh, in podcast number one, we, we talked about uh, superficial Christianity. And uh, it's just a you know a very thin layer, you know maybe a, a, an inch thick and a mile wide. Um, but in this second series, this second episode, um, kind of the reverse of superficial Christianity, but a sacrificial Christianity, a sacrificial faith, a, a deep a deepness of faith. And so, as you mentioned, if you watch podcast number one, I'm a list guy. I love lists and so I've made a made a list of uh, seven habits of uh, a sacrificial faith of a sacrificial Christianity um, and I look to, to God's word Colossians chapter 1 verses 10 and 11 it says so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, uh, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power, According to his glorious might, for all endurance, patience, uh, and patience with joy. Um, so, the Lord wants us to grow. He desires for us to grow. And So, what are some, some habits that we can uh, instill in our daily rhythms, our daily routine, um, to help us in this idea of sacrificial Christianity? Uh, and I think that the first, first idea, first habit, is just putting God first. I mean that sounds simple, but putting God first, uh, prioritize your relationship with God above all else. Uh, God knows you better than anyone else on the planet, and yet He still wants to have a relationship with you. That's mind That's mind boggling. I mean that's that's unbelievable. That a God who knows my inmost secrets, uh, the times of my failures, the times that I. I didn't quite make the cut. God knows that and yet desires to have a relationship with me. Um, That's so powerful. My, my response then is I put God at the top. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the habits is putting God first. Um, I think another habit, number two, and again, this is not in any particular order, um, but a, a selflessness attitude. Selflessness. Yes. Instead of self Yes, which we talked about in, in mm-hmm. podcast one. Mm-hmm. Um, a selflessness and a willingness to put the needs of others before our own. Uh, what does that look like? Uh, you know, when I go to the grocery store, when I go to the bank, you know, uh, am I just doing a transactional uh, thing with, with people in the community or is it an opportunity to be a witness so that uh, when I pull into The the cart lane, if you find a cart lane open at Walmart, (laughs) uh, which don't get me started on that. But uh, we pull into the cart and, you know, just from rote over and over for however many hours they're at the register, they say, hey, how are you doing? And my response is, man, I'm too blessed to be stressed. They're not expecting that. And it it just kind of shifts for a second. There's something different about this guy. Uh, And so think an awareness of where you are and where people are people are just going through the motions they're all on a treadmill going nowhere and so uh i want to have an awareness of my surroundings of, of who god has put in my path and so there's there's a selflessness that you have to be aware of that you know so many times even on sunday morning um how many times do you you interact with people at church and they, and your first words are hey how are you doing you're expecting fine and you're moving on. You're not ready for someone to say, I'm not doing well. And unfortunately, I think in some of our churches, we haven't created an environment where someone can say, I'm not doing well. Whoa. And so uh, I think s- selflessness is is a top habit if you're going to live sacrificially uh, in your faith uh, as a Christian. Uh, number three, um, and again, no particular order, but in obedience to God's Word. Um, it's not just that saith Mike. It's not just just saith the pastor. Um, I can give you advice, but it's not worth much. Um, God's Word is active, and it's powerful. and uh, So there has to be an obedience to God's Word. Uh, a person with a sacrificial faith uh, is committed to to reading God's Word, to, to uh, understanding the precepts and the commands and the promises. Um, and they understand that following Christ means surrendering my thoughts, my ideas, and it coming under the umbrella, if you will, of God's, um, God's Word, God's design, God's, God's plans. And so an obedience to God's Word is an important habit for those uh, wanting and desiring a, a deeper deeper walk. Uh, Number four, and I I think this is so important, and that's just this idea, this habit of serving others. Uh, Taking our minds off of ourselves and moving it to others, whether it's at church or in line at McDonald's or wherever you're at, this idea of serving others. Uh, And it's a desire to serve. Christ had a desire to serve. Um, It's... It's going out of our way to meet the physical, emotional, and spiritual needs of other people. Uh, every day should be a day where we walk out of our, our homes with this attitude of God, help me to be an ambassador of mercy and grace. And put the people in my path that you want me to interact with, that need to hear what you need to say and you can use me to be, to be the voice. That's powerful. And so serving others is a very important uh, Mm. habit. Mm. Uh, Number five, um, fifth habit, I think, for living a sacrificial faith, uh, having sacrificial Christianity, and that's forgiveness. Uh, We spend billions of dollars on weight loss medication, and I'm telling you, forgiveness is the best weight loss. You want to lose a heavy burden, it's forgiveness. And it's not from someone asking you to forgive them. It's not from someone else saying, I'm sorry. But for you to be able to forgive. Um, Which sounds so easy. And I know many times people say, well, yeah, but pastor, you don't know what they did to me. And you don't know what happened. And this, I don't know. But I know you are carrying such a heavy weight. There is a freedom in forgiveness. Regardless of whether that person says "I'm sorry" or whether they say the exact words that you need them to say, because in my early walk, that's that's what I wanted. I wasn't willing to forgive because they didn't say it the way I thought they needed to say it, hmm. uh, or they didn't use these these exact words, or they just played it off, or I really don't think they meant, meant it. Well, I'm telling you, for for deep deep uh, Christians, forgiveness is something so much more than that. I forgive you. You don't have to say you're sorry. I yeah. I,
0: I forgive you. Well, and when, when you don't offer forgiveness to someone, whether it is verbal or whether it is just in your head, that means that that person continues to control you mm-hmm. uh, instead of you controlling the
1: situation. Sure. And likewise, there have been times where people have come to me and said, Hey, you, you hurt me in this way you said this and that wasn't my intention and so it's possible for us to hurt someone else and not know now if you you became aware you you would absolutely hey I'm sorry Randy I'm sorry for the things I said I'm sorry I did not mean that but when I'm not aware of that that I did that the enemy can use that to again just heap a heavier burden on your life and so for, me, for us to walk with this, this win the day attitude, it is, I man, I, I can sit here today and say, I don't have any ill will toward anyone. And that's a great place to be. Now, I think all of us have little tape recorders in our mind where we record conversations. And if we let ourselves, we can hit play rewind it and play and rewind it and play and then we can play it backwards and then we can look at it in a hundred different ways and well i know what they really meant when they said that we just can't let ourselves go there Mm. i know with my personality i just can't go there Mm. and so forgiveness is so important and and let me also say this because i think this is a, a big struggle with folks maybe they've asked for forgiveness maybe they've forgiven others and that's you know that's Water under the bridge, but they've never forgiven themselves. Um, I mean, we could do a whole podcast oh, just yeah. just on that. Yeah. But um, if you're if you're watching, if you're listening to this podcast, um, and the enemy is continuing to bring things up from your past, that hey, people at your church don't know, or your spouse doesn't know, or whatever. Man, release that, release that. Ask God to free. If God's forgiven you it's forgive yourself and that is the what I've seen after 30 years of ministry the biggest hurdle that people have is being able to forgive themselves it's not forgiving someone else uh, and it's not even understanding God's need or God's will to or willingness to forgive us it's forgiving yourself for what you've done and so a a strong habit of, of a sacrificial faith is being able to do forgiveness um and because this has been on my mind, I just completed last Sunday a sermon series on generosity. Um, I think a habit of a sacrificial faith, of, of a sacrificial Christian, is generosity. Um, so many times we think of generosity as money. Uh, but generosity is so much more. Um, I can be generous with my words. Today, I can... I can I can talk to my, my buddy Randy, and I can, I can build him up. I can encourage him. I can, th- that's generous. Uh, I can be generous with my thoughts. Hey, somebody said something, and instead of automatically going to the absolute worst possibility, I can be generous with my thoughts and say, you know what? He didn't mean that. Uh, we can be generous with our attitudes. I mean, there, there's so many ways that we can be generous. Um, our God was generous so generous he 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 lavishes mercy and forgiveness and grace and justice and sacrificed his son absolutely there's the ultimate generosity and we're told in scripture that he made us in his image so if our god is a generous god guess what we need to be generous too yeah and it's so much more than just money yes money is a part of it you know show me your checkbook and i'll show you what your priorities are uh it, yes, it includes money, but it's so much more. It's so much more uh, encompassing when we take our gifts that God has given us and we use it to bless others with this generous spirit. Uh, God can do something with generous people. Amen. Absolutely. Um, and then finally, number seven, and um, when I'm talking to my church and I have some, some tough things to say, um, I always ask them, is it okay if I say some tough things? Is it okay if maybe I step on your toes or I say something that it's not all uh, butterflies and balloons? You know, uh, There are times as a pastor when I wish I could just stop at the good stuff yeah. and just end. But if I'm going to be authentic to my calling to uh, help people grow in their faith, Then that means sometimes I have to say some hard things and uh, number seven and again it's not definitely not last uh, but not least Um, if you're going to have a sacrificial faith you're going to have to understand endurance through suffering Um, sacrificial faith involves hardship it involves trials it involves persecution but we have to have faith with perseverance. If you're, if you don't want to be swayed by the winds of, of culture or the winds of change or the winds of of whatever the topic is of the of the month, um, we've got to be able to persevere. Um, I think it's an understanding for the for the Christian follower that um, following Christ comes with sacrifices and challenges. Um, and we can trust God, uh, we can trust his strength, and we can trust his faithfulness to, uh, to carry us through whatever we're, we're, we're going through. Uh, I think sometimes the enemy uses this idea that once you become to Christ, everything's great, everything's fine. Uh, and that's not the case at all. You know, we're still going to have mountaintops, we're still going to have valleys, we're still going to go through uh, relationship issues and financial issues and emotional issues and, and all these different things that God created us with all these different emotions. So it's it's not a bad thing, but it's understanding that God walks with us and through us to help us build up endurance mm-hmm. to handle suffering. Yeah.
0: In the remaining time we have left, yes. I'm going to get into where does the Holy Spirit fit into this, where um, th- there's, there in my mind, there's two steps of deepening your relationship with Jesus Christ. The first, obviously, is, is asking for forgiveness of your sins, mm-hmm. and the second is, and there are many, many terms yes. about this, but uh, for time's sake and for simplicity's sake, it is basically, and this is scriptural. Um, Uh, having the Holy Spirit take the old man, the carnal nature, out of your heart and asking the Holy Spirit to fill your heart with him. Mm -hmm. Um, Does that fit into
1: what you're talking about here? Absolutely. Um, The good news is God knew that we could not do this on our own Um, and that we needed needed a guide. We needed a a helper through this. Uh, And he sent the Holy Spirit... um, if if I was just relying on Mike Morris I would fail myself every day but the Holy Spirit fills me up that then enables me to have Jesus's eyes to see that cashier to see that person um, to give me Christ's mind so that I can look at a situation and see Jesus through there and and what's the best way to, to, to handle this um, when I feel a certain way we can't trust our feelings the, the world the culture would say hey if it feels right do it um, but the Holy Spirit is there to give guidance to uh, to help align my heart with Christ's heart uh, to, to help so that I can see the way he sees and so the Holy Spirit is absolutely a, a major major emphasis if not a majority that helps us walk in the way that we walk. Because if I was just completely relying on myself, no way. No way. It's all about the Holy Spirit.
0: Amen. That's Pastor Mike Morse. He's pastor of the First Church of the Nazarene in Owensboro, Kentucky. And I'm Randy Miller asking you to win the day today with Christ. God bless.